Hello and welcome to International Waters. Jesse Thorne is in the middle of moving house. So I am your host this week, Dave Holmes. Now, since his creation in 1938, no one has been more associated with the American psyche than Superman. His relentless pursuit of truth and justice has inspired generations of Americans to be their very best selves. That is, until the summer of 2013, when the joyless cinematic reboot Man of Steel was unleashed and Superman was played by a Brit who mopes around for two hours before finally just breaking Zod's neck at the end of it. That's what I hear. Spoiler I'm not going to see it. I'm not going to see it, and neither are you. If you haven't done it already, you're not going (laughs) to. Tensions between our two nations have not been this high since that time a giant British chicken attacked Peter Griffin on Family Guy. (laughs) So we're going to diffuse the situation by making comedians play pop culture trivia. UN, you're welcome. Now, in order to remain neutral, I am hovering over the studio in the comfort of my recording Zeppelin, kind of hanging out in the Earth's troposphere, which is the coolest layer of the atmosphere. <laughs> like Fonzie cool, not like temperature cool. I'm currently hovering over the Rocky Mountains. If you can listen closely, you can hear mountain goats bleeding and bounding and eating cans as goats are wont to do. Listen. Goats. That was goats. Uh. All right, let's meet our players. Playing for the nation that always lifts its pinky when drinking the blood of its foes. It's British comedian Cariad Lloyd. Hello. 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 Did I say that correctly? Cariad. It's a Welsh name. Cariad. But you might not know where Wales is. No one does. Okay. (laughs) Listen, I'm aware that there is a Wales. Does that count? Yeah, that's. We'll take that. We'll take that. Great. I've heard of Wales. Right. They live in Wales. We breed them. Ah. Free Willy and whatnot. Very clever. That's now, Carrie, you did a show about moomins. <laughs> yeah, I did. Part of the show was about moomins. Do you guys have the moomins out there? I, I don't think so. What are yeah. they? They are amazing. Are we at risk of contracting moomins? Please explain. <laughs> what are they? They are they're children's book characters by a Finnish writer called Tova Johansson. And they were like, mm-hmm. she was like an incredible, like, uh, forefront of women's rights and like gay rights. And she would sort of sneak things, satirical things into her kids' books. And, uh, oh, wow. but they're, um, do not worry, I performed the show like for a whole month and quite a large amount of my audience didn't know what they were. So oh, wow. <laughs> I'm okay. familiar with this silence that I'm getting right now about the Moomins. But check them <laughs> okay, out. Check them out. They're amazing. Very They're good. amazing. My favourite thing about the Moomins, when I watched, there was a, there was a TV version of it yeah. and that it had been dubbed over from the Finnish, but they hadn't wiped the Finnish um, soundtrack very oh, well wow. so you could hear whispering. <laughs> it was the most nightmarish children's programme yeah, I've ever seen. Oh, they're, wow. quite, they're quite scary, the Moomins. They're not like, they're, they're the antithesis of like a Disney character basically like bad shit happens they're a bit troll hunter aren't they yeah and like one episode Moomin arrives at the house no all his friends arrive at the house and Moomin's just not there and the whole book is about how he just doesn't they don't know where he's gone and it's quite dark and the implications are sometimes your friends go away and you don't see them anymore (laughs) that's like the moral of that book Boomins. So, yeah. I'm kind of fascinated by that right now. We have no, we have no equivalent in the U.S. We, uh, if you want to hide something from an American child, put it in a book. Okay. <laughs> the child will never find it. Ever find it. Also playing for the country that likes to say we could be worse. We could be France. It's British comedy writer Joel Morris. Hello. Now you wrote an alternative guidebook called Bollocks. 
to Alton Towers. I don't understand or recognize any of those words. Yep. Like even even the word two gave me some trouble yep. in that context. What, what what does that mean? Uh, bollocks is a good old-fashioned dismissive Anglo-Saxon word meaning to hell Heard with. Uh, and Alton Towers is uh, basically our, sh- our shit Disneyland. It's a, uh, a big theme park and it's about oh. going to places that were like pencil collections and uh, the Lawnmower Museum <laughs> and little tiny uh, <laughs> mad men who'd collected a lot of one thing until their wife had said, please put a bowl of pencils at the front of this and charge people admission, otherwise I'm going to have you sectioned. And it was that. It was people who collected a lot of stuff and, and invited people in, and they all didn't sort of know how to talk to people coming around their tourist attractions. It was British people who were very awkward with social interaction being forced to mm-hmm. interact with tourists. So it's, it's a very funny thing to go and do for a couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> you have some really I'm awkward in. sightseeing places. Yeah, yeah they, didn't, they didn't like... They were, they were supposed to be welcoming people in, and, 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 and they always felt like you were, you were sort of looking around their attic. It was good. <laughs> do they offer a speed pass? <laughs> so that you don't have to stand and wait in line to exchange for amphetamines. Yes. Yeah. No. No. It's it's at it's at theme parks. You can you can buy your ticket for eighty dollars or whatever it is yeah. now, and then for an extra eighty dollars, you can get a pass that allows you to go to the front of the line. Oh, so but they rich, don't limit the number the of those passes. So that's, rich people go to the front. That's the American Poor people story. Hang in the back. It's a two tiered system. Yeah. That's the American message, right? Uh, and now also uh, Disneyland uh, offers immediate and free front-of-line passes for handicapped people and their families. So now handicapped people have oh, a new revenue this. stream yeah, wherein they themselves rent out. themselves out to yeah. families and, to ride and allow families to cut to the front of the line. Yeah. Yeah, for them. I, I saw yeah. that. And I was like, well, if they're making money, that's... What, I, what yeah. I'd really like to do is yeah. I'd like to pay for an extra one that gets you to the end of the roller coaster before everyone else is there <laughs> so you can race... The roller coaster. I like it. Because I don't like them, but you don't have to go on at all. Do you not like joy? (laughs) Folks, let us move on to the United States, playing for the nation that needs a little help squeezing into its church pants. It's a stand-up comic and host of the Jonah Radio Podcast, Jonah Ray. Jonah! Hey! How are you? I am okay. How are you? Fantastic. Fit as a fiddle, Jonah Ray. You are? You are. No, I am not. You are. No. You're looking you're looking fantastic. I'm just because I, I can fool people with uh, glasses and like I, I shave a jawline into my beard. No, you look good. <laughs> Thank just you. take it. Shit, I can't accept the compliment. You <laughs> look I'm good, good Jonah. You have great height. There it is. <laughs> Such great heights, my I'm my imagining body. such and... a hot man right now. <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> you better not let me down, Jonah. Uh, too late. Now, you do a weekly stand-up show in the back of a comic book store. Yes. It has now been sold to yes. Comedy Central. The Comedy Central Comedy Network. Uh, how, how do you feel working in the back of a comic book store? What are, what are, what are the pros and cons of well, a venue such as that? Well, it's, uh, it's a little bit secret. You have to, you know, you have to bear uh, the you know, nerd onslaught of walking through a giant comic book store to get to see stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. And discounts. Ooh. Sweet discounts on the new Lock and Key or you know, Walking Dead. That's fantastic. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's good. Or it's you know I've been doing shows there for years now, and mm-hmm. now they're gonna just bring cameras in and put it on the TV. Oh, I love it. Which is uh, which is yeah, it's really low stakes for me. That's outstanding. <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm done nothing. I've changed nothing to sell the show, and then they're gonna just make it into a show. Oh so God, you made you them are, come to you. Yeah. You're living the dream. I know. I know. Great. Also playing for the U.S. of motherfucking A. Oh. Yeah. It's an actress, comedian, mm-hmm. co-host of the Who Charted podcast, 
podcast is what I just said. Sure. Cool up. Velisak. Cool up. Yeah. Hi, Dave. Delighted Hello. to have you Delighted here. Delighted to see you and be with you. You are a joy. <laughs> Thank you. You're a joy. Now, on the Who Charted podcast, you look at various charts of what's popular in America throughout the world. Sure. Movies, music, and more. Mm-hmm. Has the popularity <laughs> of any particular thing really surprised you? Um, summer. <laughs> having a summer. Um, country music. Really? And yeah, and I've come, I've come around. I couldn't, I hated it. I hated modern country music. Mm-hmm. But don't you know? Have don't you, come around you on know? It? Yeah, there's some stuff. What was the gateway drug? Um, I would say Lady Antebellum. Sure. There's this song out now. Um, it's a, uh, it's all about a girl saying, "Why aren't you taking me downtown?" I got this hot dress, and I'm not going to give you uh-uh if you don't take me downtown. And there's something about that sass. That is, that is real sassy. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Shut up, Jonah. Take me downtown. And it does sound like a euphemism. It does. Right? Yeah. Sure. And, and it, I love those double entendres. I love, that's that's barely a single entendre. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's uh, very true. I, I like a little Hunter Hayes. He's kind of his little Are you boat. into Hunter Hayes? I like he's, little Hunter he's Hayes. Like a, he looks like a pop idol, but he's country, basically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. With a guitar. He's a little cute. We have I love no Darius idea. Rucker. Darius Rucker. This might as well be in Finnish. This yeah. might as well be the <laughs> movement. <laughs> we should just talk. <laughs> that's not cool. No, no, that's not cool, Doc. Sorry. I, I understand that. I get it. I, like I it understand. I understand. Right. You're right. Is this the auto-tuned country the, with the, the production values of, of pop music? Yeah, yes. sure. Yeah. Sure. Yes, yes. It's it's so awful great. Awful great. <laughs> awful great. Yeah, it's bad news. Oh, it's horrible and great. We don't have country music. Good for you. I, I grew up on country music, but I I didn't realize the country music I grew up on was not what Americans thought country music. I, I grew up on sort of Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson and things, not realizing they were the the troublemakers of country. I thought that's that was mm-hmm. that was normal country. I yeah. loved the way you said Waylon. Waylon. Yeah. Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings. Oh man! If you said that to his can, face, he can would. Can you punch say you. can you yeah. say Marlon Wayans for me? Marlon Wayans. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> oh, oh, we have one if we just keep noted, saying noted, noted humorous Marlon Wayans. <laughs> Marlon Wayans. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's play International Waters. Wee-hoo. All right, we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up that I like to call What's the Story? I'm going to ask our panelists some questions about a variety of recent cultural events. You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for incorrect answers that I think are amusing. Now, buzzers are going to cause the goats to faint, and that would cause a distracting viral video. Uh, so I'm going to ask the teams to come up with a buzz in word that best represents their nation. UK, what is your word of choice? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry? Sorry. Sorry. That's fantastic. Sorry. US? Me? Yes. Me <laughs> and sorry. Me and sorry. That wow. is literally summed up everything. We, we can have them in last. <laughs> We've just done it. That is, that is as strong a thesis statement. Buzzwords are at the ready. Here comes the first question. Now, as we all know, whether we want to or not, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian have hilariously named their baby daughter North West. Can you name any other celebrities named after a direction? Oh, my. Uh... Have I stumped you already? Me. Adam. Oh, sorry. Jonah Ray. Uh, Sorry. Robert. Hey, no, no, no. He's buzzed in. Oh, wait a minute. You were saying sorry, yeah. and I thought you were apologizing. I forgot that's your buzzing word. So, UK. Um, Adam West. We'll take it. Yeah. We'll take oh, it. We were doing last and he's an American. Right. Oh, I'm so proud. Good job. Well done. Holy answer. Uh, but just, just for fun, what would you have said, John Ray? Uh, Robert Down. Me, Jr. Oh, Ooh, nice. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a point for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, also yeah. would have accepted Sheena Easton or Vivian Westwood. Oh, or, of yeah, course, One point. Direction. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Ever topical. The makers of The Simpsons have announced that they're going to parody which cult British drama? Sorry. No. Mm, UK. Is it Downton Abbey? Of course, it's Downton Abbey. Yeah! More directions. Always right on the cutting edge. Mm. Oh, my God. Um, you know who's going to be in next season? Who? Yeah, Paul, Paul Giamatti. Oh, Paul Giamatti. Yeah. An American. An American. Yeah. Mm. They, had to, they, had to, they had to make the show better, bring in a USA. Season two and three were bullshit, though. Can we agree? It had, I think it had, I've, think. I've not seen much of it. I saw the worst car crash ever where it was two, the Christmas special. You waited two hours yeah. for a car accident that then happened off screen and a wheel bounced into shot <laughs> like would happen right. in a cheap cartoon. It was amazing. Yeah, a one car accident. Yeah. Does somebody walk through with some plate glass eventually? But it is very good if you want to know what year it's in, they will constantly keep telling you. Oh, like a JB Priestley play. Amazing. Well, it's good to be here in the olden days in 1913. I hope there isn't a war soon. (laughs) War! It's that. Uh All right. Protesters were outraged when it was revealed that this American chain paid no UK taxes for four years. Name the company. Me. Sorry. Oh, uh, the, the U.S. got it first. I'm just going to throw down McDonald's. It is not McDonald's. It is not McDonald's. Yeah, I'll throw down some that. McDonald's, too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You okay? You want to steal? Oh, there's two it could be. Uh, okay. Can I say them both? Sure. Amazon, Google. No. Neither what? are correct. I got, I got it. I got it. It's Apple. Me. No, it's not. And oh. you can't do that. Oh, Starbucks? <laughs> was it Starbucks? It was Starbucks. Ah! Yeah. See, there's, there literally is a lot of companies. There literally is a lot um, that don't pay UK what tax. I, what I like so. about it is I think it's part of the American dream that you shouldn't pay tax because that tax is only going to go on national health, which obviously Americans disagree with because <laughs> it's socialist. Yeah. So I, th- I think it's, it's, it's a good right. American thing to stop Britain stop becoming communist. Yeah. <laughs> stop our yeah. NHS. Uh, the, more, the more British children don't have a hospital bed, yeah. the happier America will be. <laughs> It's true. It's true. 100% true. Yeah, yeah but true. Amazon, I, I would like to contest that because Amazon and Google also don't pay UK tax. Well, uh, you're probably right, but that's what's on my paper. So, yeah. Oh, I see. Right. Like that, is it? It's a cover-up. Oh, I see. Just it asking what's on your paper. Okay. I bet you Bing does. You guys, I have a question, and it's Bing open for everyone for a bonus point. Everyone listen. Question for a bonus point. Okay. Are you Banksy? Sorry. Both of us are. Me, yeah, we, yeah are. We, we are. Sorry, Banksy. we are. Wow. Okay. I knew it. I knew it. I knew yeah. if I kept yeah. asking, someday yeah. he would have he would but, slip but up. If you ask, if you ask everyone in Britain, we are all Banksy. It's like yeah. jury service. Everyone yeah. has to step up and do it. At some everyone time. takes a turn being Banksy. That's yeah. why some of them are better than others. And that's, that's why it's stencils. They're supplied by the government. <laughs> you just have to be able to hold a can. <laughs> yeah. That's it. A lot of yeah, youth unemployment is is taken up by Banksy. Too. Yeah. It's like the different like V for Vendetta. It's yeah, yeah. we are. It's like Spartacus. I am Banksy. Yeah. I am also I am Banksy. Banksy. We all put on blurry faces and voice modulators. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on. A new law was passed in Washington State, and since then, a pig farmer has been creating a more savory bacon by feeding his pigs what? Me. Me. Sorry. Okay, we're gonna go to the U.S. Bacon. <laughs> No. Wow, that would be ironic oh, and delicious. I really thought no. it was too. I thought it was like other pigs. No. Is it bovril? No. no. What's that? Bovril, the brilliant British substance that's it's made like of a, squashed what is it? cow. It's like a beef substitute, like oxo squashed. kind of thing. Oh. Beef paste. Shut the yeah. fuck up. It's made of squashed cow. What it is, is it really made of? It's called bovril and it's, it's a, a drink. It's, it's a beef, beef juice extract. that we drink. It's a Victorian oh. cow extract. I'm not even joking. Oh. I think they, I think they put, cow put cows into those things that they train astronauts in until they turn into like a thin paste. Thin paste. They liquefy a cow and serve it? When you're off duty from Banksy duty, you have to drink beef juice. 
It's really tiring. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, um, do they feed them popcorn? No, they don't. Oh, no, they don't. Beer? Is Me. it beer? <laughs> is it cheese? No, it is none of these things. The answer, folks, is weed. Oh. Uh, the stone pigs gain weight faster because they're oh. less active and they're more hungry. Uh, oh, that's and they uh, finally get the big Lebowski. <laughs> and that, that's, oh, okay. that's awful as well because you'd eat the stone pig and then you get hungry and eat more pig. And yeah. It's a delicious cycle. <laughs> I feel really sorry for those pigs. I think that's like drug pushing. I'm sorry, what are you talking about? Those pigs are fucking living it up. Yeah. They're having a great time. Yeah. It's none of your concern. Okay. I'm uh, make sorry. the noise, for a bonus point, make the noise of another stoned farm animal. Me. U.S. <laughs> We've got one. We've got one ready to go. Joel's ready to go over here. UK. Sorry, UK. You can steal. You may steal. Oh, I like oh, it. Really I like good. it. That's good. Point to you. Point to you. Yeah. I'm so hungry. Bag of Doritos. I'm giving that point to the U.S. I'm giving that point to the U.S. I just like saying... Solid work. Yeah, yeah. Solid work. On a not unrelated note, this all-American snack food is returning to stores after its parent company went bankrupt last year. Of course, the U.S. gets it immediately, and it is... Twinkies! 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 Oh, I was going to say Yankee Bovril, but... Those are missing out on the beef juice. This this happened after you let them till all the Bovril into that harbour, then you never got the good stuff. Do you get Twinkies in the UK? No. Only if you ask a friend no. to bring no, them back from the States. No, but do you get Twinkies? Yeah. Twinkies. Do you understand yeah. do you Twinkies in the UK? get the lifestyle? <laughs> in the US, have you had a Twinkie lately? No. I don't no? need to. No, I'm Aren't good. they quite disgusting? Yeah. They yeah. really are hostess. awful. I'm, I'm glad about this because I have one and thought it was horrible as well. Yeah. I remember oh, yeah, them. No, the only reason I remember them is because they used to eat them on Roseanne. Yeah. And they used to talk about Twinkies, yes. and that's how we sure. knew what they were. Yeah, they, they, were the, they were really healthy. That is pretty much all you need to know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, actually, she, uh, Roseanne right. was an anti-Twinkie advert, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, she'd always have a Twinkie. It was done by the hostess yeah. cupcake people. Yeah. <laughs> the entire Midwest of, our, of the country is an anti-Twinkie advert. <laughs> <laughs> about it. And I'm from there, man. <laughs> Me too. Bonus points to you, you, uh, you Americans, if you can name the Twinkies mascot. Oh. Name the uh, Bovril mascot oh, me, and we'll win. The Bovril oh, Moomin. <laughs> Twinkie the Kid. Twinkie the Kid is correct. Yeah. Little, cowboy, kid. little cowboy Twinkie They're with a kid? lasso. Oh, that's wrong. Twinkie the Kid. I was going to yeah. say Twinkle, so I'm glad Jonah is my teammate. <laughs> well, twinkle would be better. Yeah, twinkle would be a lot stuff, better. Please. Mm-hmm. You're in. All right, that is the end of round one, folks. Let's recap our scores. <laughs> Carriad and Joel for the United Kingdom have five points. Coolop and Jonah for the U.S. have four. Mm. It's a barn burner, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. That's good. That, that shows we've been watching a lot of American television. Yeah. That's good. That's cool. Solid work. We'll choke in a minute. Don't worry. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more International Waters. Throwing shade is the art of deserved public disrespect, and no one does it better than Brian and I on our podcast, Throwing Shade. Every week, we take off our pants and tell the people who are the enemies of ladies and gays where they can shove it. They can shove it up their butts. That was implied. Check out Throwing Shade on the Maximum Fun Network. I hate giving you compliments, but that was actually really good. I know. I practiced like real hard. Now you're bragging. (laughs) 
It's International Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. We have come to a regular favorite, our ads round. A word from our sponsor. We're going to be asking each team to listen to clips from commercials from the opposing team's country. After each clip, we're going to ask you to guess which product is being advertised. Points will be given for correct answers as well as funny ones. This one is for the U.S. This advert... I'm using UK language. This advert features a famous American celebrity making some strangely British references in his script. What is he advertising? Hey, I'm Kevin Bacon, star of A Few Good Men, Tremors, Footloose, but I'm not here to talk about Kevin Bacon, Hollywood A-lister. I'm here to talk about Kevin Bacon, center of the universe. Some time ago, I realized that I was connected to everyone in the world, and I mean everyone. Take this lovely boy here. He and Kevin Bacon are connected. I was in Apollo 13 with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks did Philadelphia. Philadelphia tastes great on a cracker. It's a cracker, was Frank Carson's catchphrase. Catchphrase was on ITV, same as Coronation Street, and we all know where Ken Barlow drinks, the Rovers. So you want to be as connected as me. You want a slice of Kevin Bacon. All right. What do you think Kevin Bacon is advertising? (laughs) Um, Well, clearly he told us he's not advertising Kevin Bacon. Yeah, Yeah, he's doing Um, a terrible job selling Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Uh, He, it's connectivity, um, maybe uh, an internet service. Sure. Maybe Um, Philadelphia cream cheese. No, no. uh, I think I was right with the uh, internet service, uh, Um, internet provider, um, satellite uh, company, internet provider. You're very close. He's advertising for E-brand mobile phones. Shit, motherfucker. Yeah, it's pretty close. E-E, pretty close. Cool. Bacon. Yeah. Interestingly, they, they, the same thing is the same thing with the pigs. They, they got bacon to it by making him stoned. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I buy that. Now, I, I, I am told even British people don't know exactly what this is advertising. No, no it's a phone company that changed its name. So it was Orange uh-huh. and now they're EE. But, like, nobody, right. none of the customers know that. And it's really confusing. And the advert is terrible. As well. It's terrible, and he yeah. gets his own game wrong. Yeah, you can't just—they're not related just by like concepts and yeah. ideas. Yeah. It's it's actual people who are involved in the various projects. Yeah. It was, it's the worst advert for the advertising industry there's ever been. Yeah. Right. Someone sat right. around and went, "This is it. There's guys. We've got it. This is it. Bacon." And it's just embarrassing. But awkwardly, the char- and, he mentions a character there called Ken Barlow, who is like a yeah. really famous actor in our one of our longest running soaps, who's just been arrested for child molestation. Yeah, sexual offences. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's an old yeah. advert near the that, school. Not the time to talk about yeah. Ken Barlow. By the way, anymore. UK, I should point out that Coronation Street is now available on Hulu in the United States, and I'm addicted to it. Really? I can't Shut stop up. watching. Did you watch I the beginning? It. From 1961? No no, no, no. we started maybe six weeks ago. Oh, man. And, and it's Coronation Street's fascinating. Amazing. It's brilliant. It's a good show. I, it's really good. It's yeah. an excellent soap opera. Yeah, it's I can cool. honestly talk about this for an hour with you. Yeah. <laughs> the looks oh. that I'm getting from Kulak yeah, and Jonah would stuff. blow your mind. Fizz, Fizz and Tyrone. <laughs> Pardon me? I was just talking about Fizz and Tyrone from Corey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Tyrone, oh, you know I think, I mean? is a dreamboat, first of all. Uh, I think Fizz is great. It's also it's got the least American, most British title sequence ever, which yeah. is slow, sad trumpet with a cat on a roof. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that drives me crazy. I wish they wouldn't make the cat meow. That's it's, a little on the nose. It's the polar opposite uh, of the titles of Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. It's just brilliant. Absolutely. And, and, and the thing is, everybody's poor. Yeah. 90% of the people on the show are homely. Let's just say it. Yeah. They're just kind of regular looking people. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And it's... And, it's it's I, just, I I don't know why I absolutely love it. Well, see, kind of. But here's the here. thing: I'm a month behind, so don't tell me what goes on with Gary and Izzy and the baby. 
because okay, I because I don't know yet. T- Tina has just gone into premature labor. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Carnation Street yeah. here is like a kind of like warm view. Like we have another one called EastEnders, which is actually much more depressing. So that you're actually right. watching the happy soap. And also, people in America oh, don't realize that the people in Coronation Street are the richest people in Britain. <laughs> yeah, those it's guys are basically a, like dynasty. Yeah. I thought the Queen was. You should watch EastEnders. Like, that is, like, full-on. Everyone is poor, depressed, unhappy. Carnation Street's, like, the light relief, isn't it? Yeah, it's the jolly... That's the comedy one. Yeah, it's the comedy one. We got... We briefly got uh, got EastEnders in the United States on PBS in the 80s, and this was at the height of uh, Michelle and Lofty having the baby. Oh, my God. She called him Bird Brain all the time. It was was just too... It was was too depressing. It was. It was too depressing. I had to turn it off. Yeah, Yeah. it was Okay, honestly... Jonah and Kulap are in their cars killing themselves right now. So let's move on. This is also for the U.S. This is a famous U.K. campaign from the 80s. Some high-tech robots have visited Earth. What superior futuristic food stuff are they shilling? On your last trip, did you discover what the Earth people eat? They eat a great many of these. They peel them with their metal knives. Boil them for 20 of their minutes. Then they smash them all to bits. They are clearly the most primitive people. Just Sounds like Mars Attacks. Is this... Yeah, that was... Daleks? Daleks just... What yeah, are yeah. They, they are yeah, not for an extermination static. service. Uh, they are actually shilling... Smash dehydrated instant mashed potato. Mm. Oof. Yeah, which yeah. I'm sure is your beef as disgusting well. and brown as it sounds. Uh, what what does that taste like? What does smash taste like? Disgusting. Uh, it's, yeah, it's kind of like yeah. creamed air. It's uh, my my granddad Ooh. famously managed to set fire to it once <laughs> while trying to cook it, Ooh. which I think is impossible. Wait, this, you're trying to tell us this this British food product isn't good? <laughs> yeah, it's quite poor. It's, yeah, it's if, poor. if you imagine it's, if you imagine they they took well, it's the inside be real healthy of, for you, right? <laughs> yeah, no, they they took the inside of a Twinkie and told you it was mashed potato. <laughs> fucking oh. take that it's, back. It's, <laughs> if, if Richard Dreyfus in 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 Close Encounters have been trying to make. Devil's Tower out of Smash, it would have been about two inches high and collapsed. Um, when I was at university, my friend ate Smash uh, like all the time. And then Dehydrated, she, oh, just with the powder. Yeah. And then she left, she didn't put away any of her plates and so she was just, like her bedroom was full of plates. And she left a Smash there overnight and it went black and turned into dust. Oh, oh, yeah, what the it happens fuck in your is smash? It's because it's, 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 oh. it's made of concentrated evil. <laughs> I think it might be evil. Yeah. When Wash we killed the Nazis, we collected all the evil and we put yeah. it into packets. <laughs> and now She's we sell it as mashed potatoes. Yeah. It's the kind of food you could believe would be eaten if we were being bombed nightly by the Luftwaffe. Mm. But this was served yeah. up in ah. my childhood. When that stopped happening, we could get potatoes. Yep. Come join the rest of us. You can eat real food now. <laughs> now let's move on to the UK questions. Who's the actor and which iconic film role is he reprising to sell what? <laughs> well, I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> I guess I'll be okay. Ooh. I'm calling the studio, Matthew. You're not shooting today. No. People are depending on me. Movies bring so much joy. Stop. It's done. Just get some rest. Diva. He bought it. How can I handle work on a day like today? It's Matthew Boddick, and he's reprising Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That is correct for Honda Cars. Well oh, done. Not the, not the best of yellow. No. Nope. <laughs> Honda Cars. By the way, oh. uh, if you see this commercial, you will, you will notice age is manifesting itself on Matthew Broderick's face in a way that just makes him look like he's apologizing for everything all the time. <laughs> you notice that? Like, he just looks sorry all the time. 
<laughs> he's apologizing for Godzilla. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's fair. We accept. Uh, he's apologizing for Sex in the City too. Oh, <laughs> Jesus oh they all Christ. need to apologize for that. Line them up. Did that make it to the UK? Yeah, yeah, they need a public statement of apology. You need a truth and reconciliation committee for Yeah, we need to, you know. My God. Man Bieber needs to get involved. This is, it was so bad. Like, it, it was it was actually sort of fascinatingly bad. This is when like, they went to Dubai, right? Yeah, it's when they went yeah, to Dubai when they and showed up were like, hotel You know those minutes. Arab women? I bet really they like being sexy. They're so oppressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't want to avoid female circumcision. They just want to shop. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah they just, they like it, you know, under those brokers, they're pretty hot. Remember yeah. that, guys. And don't for awful. ever forget that karaoke scene. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I, cinema's 9/11. I did forget that karaoke scene. Where they're, they they're in a, a huge club, and then I guess that in this huge Dubai club, yeah. they're going to sing karaoke. Oh, what sure. was the song that they sing? We oh, are women. Like, what is that thing? Uh, so for, for a lot of women I know, that was like Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. It destroyed yeah. a precious it thing. It really destroyed it. <laughs> it's like Phantom Menace. Yeah, it's, it the, it's, it's Phantom, Phantom Menace, Menace for girls. You came yeah. out that and you were like... <laughs> every, one of them was, every one of them was Jar Jar Binks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we some people get a shot. <laughs> All right, we got one more question for the UK. This is an ad for an American clothing company, Old Navy. But who is the unlikely celebrity coming out of the airplane washroom. Attention passengers, we're all getting upgraded with new and improved Old Navy Best Tees. Pardon the interruption, but who's responsible for all these upgraded okay. tees? Did someone say tea? <laughs> Don't you know Old Navy makes tees in more stylish fits, brighter colors, cooler patterns, and even better fabrics? Everyone looks <laughs> fantastic. The work here is done. Roger that. Right now, buy a T. Get one free. Old Navy. Come fun, come all. All right. Who was that? Mr. T. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> they, they said his name again and again. They kept saying his name. Of course it's Mr. It Mr. T. Bean? That's one of the most obvious ones. What yeah. the yeah, fuck, Dave? I got it. I, listen, I had nothing Does to do with this. anyone say T? That's ridiculous. Dave. I'm just, I'm, I'm just an employee, you guys. I didn't do it. That's I didn't ridiculous. Do it. That He's was self-loathing pretty... American. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, actually, can we have a point taken away for knowing that? <laughs> They shouldn't get points. They shouldn't get points for okay, that. Okay, you know what? I, I will... Uh, you know what? You can, yes, you can. You can. But you can get it back if you can tell me who was playing the stewardess. Oh, oh yeah, she sounded familiar. She sounded oh. a bit like that American actress. Was that Henry Kissinger? <laughs> I can't accept Is she blonde? She's done loads of indie stuff, but she has a... She's done no. loads of that Greta guy. Gerwig. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, there you go. She's a blonde American. Come on, three points. I'm so afraid I can't accept it. It was Julie Haggerty from Airplane. It really and was Airplane Julie Haggerty. Too. Airplane too. And very few Oh, man. Things, yes, okay. clearly. She, she's someone who you just look at and you go, you had great comic timing. No wonder you never worked again. Exactly, right? <laughs> That's uh, so true. We need her back. We, we need to, like, she needs to get, like, the John Travolta in Pulp Fiction treatment. Yeah. yeah. Don't you yeah. think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody needs to just write something for her. She is a Will she then go crazy and make loads of films about her religion? Should we encourage her? Listen, yeah. she's free to do that if she wants to. Oh, in your yeah. country, she's free to do what she likes then over here. Freedom of religion, honestly. <laughs> yeah, over here we limit that <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> Come on now, pull yourself together. You're right. After that round, our scores are USA 6, UK 7. What the fuck? Yes! yes! UK Woo! is in the lead with seven. The I believe myself. You're, you're carrying us, Jonah. No, I appreciate no. you. I've been messing us up just as much as anybody else. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more International Waters. 
Hi, this is Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host a new show about being a mom. After you have the baby, how long does it take before you feel like your old self? Will you ever get to be sick again and lose yourself overnight in a NyQuil fog? Will you ever again sit on a toilet alone? Join us every week to find out. And remember, you don't have to leave your baby on a checkout conveyor belt to be one bad mother. Subscribe for free on iTunes or go to MaximumFun.org. Folks, it's International Waters. I'm sitting in for Jesse Thorne. My name is Dave Holmes. Our next round is called Stats Entertainment. I'm going to give you two statistics, each relating to an interesting fact about your countries. You have to guess the numbers and then tell me if the first number is higher or lower than the second. It sounds complicated, but if you can add the number of Fast and Furious movies to the number of Living Beatles, you'll be fine. That answer, of course, is eight. Okay. All right. So the first question... Is for the UK. The first number is the number of Americans who don't have a passport versus the percentage of Brits who recognize apples and pears in Cockney rhyming slang. Passportlessness mm-hmm. or rhyming couplets, which is higher? There are more Americans. I'm just going to go constantly with there are more Americans. There are more Americans. Yes, but we're looking for a percentage. Yeah, oh, so percentage rather than Yeah, it did, it did say the number of Americans, but that's just I think wrong. I once heard the percentage was like two-thirds of Americans didn't have a passport. Okay. That's a vague memory I have. <laughs> I remember some things. Yeah. Um, but I think but what most percentage people would know of Brits? what apples and pears are, wouldn't they? I think thanks you know to EastEnders, most yeah. Brits would know. So I'd say passports. But bigger. then we are, we are from. No, you th- wait, we have East End the, families. We've got East End families. You we're see, Cotneys. So we're You're talking to two Cotneys, right? So we're trouble. Okay. Um, so the percent. We're looking for the percentage of Brits who do recognise apples and pears in Cockney oh, rhyming do. slang. Yeah, so okay. I think that's quite high. I think most okay. people would know what apples and pears were. Yeah, let's go. Thanks, thanks to Dick Van Dyke. Thanks to the sterling work yeah. of Dick Van Dyke. I think most British people they? would know. Um, yeah, let's go for the, the Brits. Okay, we think that more people know apples and pears. Right. Seventy-eight percent of Brits recognise apples and pears mean stairs. Sixty-six yeah. percent of Americans don't have Ooh. a passport. Exactly two-thirds, Carrie Ed. Wow. So yes. your, your faint what? memory is I knew I right on. Something. So there you done. go. Well done. Well that's, done. That's Two points elephant. to you. And it, brilliant. That's rhyming saying for brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's apples and 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 terrific. <laughs> terrific. Well, let's see if the uh, if any Americans or any of the two who are sitting right next to me recognize <laughs> Cockney rhyming slang. We'll give you a point each. If you can tell us what these words represent in Cockney rhyming slang. Okay? Kulap, Jonah, you ready? Okay. Yes. Yeah, ready. Donkeys. Donkeys. <laughs> That's donkeys. quite hard because you haven't given the full, the full slang. Yeah, donkeys would be short for donkey's ears. What? Which represents... Do you understand even the concept of Cockney <laughs> rhyming slang? I, I thought I, I thought I did. Yeah, I really thought I did. Donkeys, they, like a slang, isn't just shortening a word. Really, like it's like don- donkey, donkey ears. No, no, no. Donkey's ears, which is then shortened to donkeys, represents something that rhymes with donkey's ears. Oh, <laughs> rhyming slang. Rhyming, rhyming slang. Donkey's ears. Um, tears for fears. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so it. Yeah, it's tears for fears. It's the band tears for fears. Yeah. That's what we were. Uh, I'm going to put my hand up here and say I didn't know this, even though I, I used the phrase donkeys all the time and didn't know this was rhyming slang. Donkeys, ears. Um, um, cheers? No. Beer, uh, beers? No. Uh, no. UK, you want to give them the answer? Years. 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 I haven't seen them in donkeys. I haven't seen them in donkeys or yonks. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, man. Yonks. Uh, 
Fuck that. Oh, come on. Yonks. Okay. What are we? All right. Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> that's his next album. Less Cockney rhyming. That's why the Cockneys have to be so charming because their ways are so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need to be very charming. Dancing on the chimneys. I'm, I'm surprised Dick Van Dyke didn't bring this knowledge back and spread it around. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't his ministry, you guys. Here's the deal. You guys, it's real clunky. It's real clunky. Yeah. Cockney rhyming slang. Hey, yep. It's not. Donkey's ears. It, don't it try is. to make something cooler than it. Just I haven't seen you in a while. Don't like, don't fucking cutesy it up. Yeah. Don't fucking, no one cares. Okay, all right. Uh, butchers. What does butchers represent? And now I will tell you, it's short for butcher's hook. <laughs> okay. Butcher's hook. Butcher's hook. Uh, butcher's uh, hook. You would say, oh, let me give that a butcher's. Let me give that a look? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I sort of had to lead you to it. it but yes. As in the Prince song, you got the butchers. <laughs> Yes. yes. You got the butchers. You got the butchers. I'll tell you what, if Prince had been cockney, it'd have been better. We're starting to get it. We're Take starting your to get it. butchers hook to me now. <laughs> We're just starting to get it, the but I still don't think it's going to catch on. Love. I'm going to try one more. Septic, which is short for septic tank. <laughs> like, take a butcher's at that septic over there. Oh. <laughs> Eating a Twinkie. Septic tank. You're close. You're very close. Fat Frank. I'm Frank. I got it. I love puns. I want to figure it out. <laughs> this is hard because it's it's a it's slang for a slang, isn't yeah. it? It's yeah. Yeah. Take yeah. a look at that skeptic tank. Skank. Skank. No. Oh, no. no. Slut. We okay. A hint. We are all sting. Yankees. Yank. You're Yanks. We're Americans. Americans, We're yes. Yankees. Yes. We're disgusting Holy Yanks. <laughs> but it's, it's different than, than Jodrell, which is for Jodrell Bank, which is a, a listening station, which is for a wank. What do you, what do you, oh, wow. What do you guys, children? You need secret language so your parents don't find out what you're talking about? Other, otherwise, the peelers will have your guts for God. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got it. I, I had to lead you to it by the nose sure, both times. Sure. But we got a couple. No, I like it. I'm never going to use it. Uh, okay, this <laughs> question is for the U.S. All right, your number question is, the number of Brits who in the 2001 census put Jedi as their religion versus the number of American babies in 2012 named Hank. Which percentage is higher? The number of Jedis? Is that Hank The percentage Jedis, of Jedis right? or yeah. the percentage Jedis. of Hanks? Let's do Jedis. Well, we're going to go with Jedis. Jedis? Okay. The answer is Jedi's. 390,000, or nearly 0.8 oh, of the population, put oh. Jedi as their religion, yeah. making it the fourth most popular religion in the country. Uh, while yeah, in 2012, according to babynamewizard.com, 87 in 1 million babies were named Hank. That is 0.32 of our population. Congratulations. Thank you. Two points to you. I, I, reckon, I reckon that's enough to start a faith school over here. <laughs> yeah. I like a Jedi school would be amazing. Oh. You'd have to be oh in a God. swamp with a sunken X-Fighter. Yeah. There's a Jedi store like uh, somewhere between Heathrow and London that you pass by on one of those highways. There's just like a... But you don't know where it is. You have to just... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it called to me. There when was you disturb- see it, you'll know. <laughs> there was a disturbance in the Porsche. As if thousands of voices... <laughs> Now, pain and was suddenly I have silenced. a bonus point opportunity for you in the UK. Guys, in 2012, okay. there were 57 American babies named Renesme. Why? <laughs> oh, my God. Renesme. Were they all in the same family? <laughs> Probably. It's Emotionally and mentally. Me knows it. Is it a character from a Disney film? Or something? It, it is a like character. A close. Renesme the rat. It's a character. 
Is it, it an anagram? Yeah. No. Oh, please. No, no, there are not 57 people. Is it people a country singer? Is that what it's bloody country no. singers again? No. <laughs> it does sound like it, though. No. Is it, yeah. is it a country singer rat who stars in a Disney film who is klutzy and then a man falls in love with her? Believe it or is not, it is? is more cliched American than that. Yeah. It is from the Twilight oh, books. It's what uh, it Edward, sort of... and, uh, Edward and oh. Bella named their baby. Yeah, they're Because they're it's a happy. compound name of Renee oh, and Esme, their mother's name. Of course names. they've named their baby oh, that because oh, they're really. stupid. They're so yeah. stupid. That's pretty they're so stupid. As an English person, I haven't read that book. They're okay. very That's annoying okay. books, it's, it's, aren't they? Yeah, it's, about, it's Mormon parables. Mm-hmm. They're garbage. They're absolutely Yeah, Mormon. Evil Mormon parables. When I was a teenager, we had The Craft. Remember The Craft? Oh, yeah. Witches were cool and they would torture girls that mean yes. to them and then now girls have Twilight which I is t- like don't sleep yeah. with him yeah it's better if he kills you than if yeah. you sleep with him the best thing he could do is to murder you <laughs> yeah. what a brilliant thing to tell girls whereas we were taught how to levitate each other and do spells oh. on mean yeah, blonde girls sex is murder you guys Quakers sex is murder I've seen boring films that first Twilight film is one of the most it's boring. crazy yeah. how can you make vampires boring somehow they found a way yeah, the, the way is you yeah. make them you Christian that's Christian how. make them Mormons you yeah. bring her over you can make a cockney boring if he was a Mormon. <laughs> and that's hard because cockneys are fascinating. All right, let's move on to the uh, UK. Which is higher, the percentage of Americans who believe they have a guardian angel or the percentage of Brits who've had a three-way? Angels or three-ways, <laughs> which is higher? I Well, I think that's interesting because would Brits admit to that? No. I think British people wouldn't admit to a freeway. I, I reckon this, this could be the number of Britons who admitted they've had sex. Yeah. And it would still work. Um, yeah. Very bashful. You don't mean a three-way plug socket? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you mean a, a three-way a, with a guardian angel? Because we would admit that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny story in the pub. And when they talk about guardian angels, they don't mean those guys in the 80s who were on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> I love those guys. They could bring them back. Yeah, they were fun. Um, it's definitely angels. Come on, it must be. Oh, I don't think it is, but I, oh, I'm not sure. God, I, I think it's the other one, but I'll go with you so that I can I'm be gonna, a smug woman yeah. afterwards. I'm going to go for the for the guardian angel, definitely. Okay. The answer okay. is angels. Yeah. Angels oh, is the answer. Okay. Angels is the answer. ABC Joel. News claims that 55% of Americans believe in a guardian angel, while The Sun says that one quarter of Brits have had a menage a trois, which seems incredibly high. Wow. A lot of drinking. Well, let's ask, let's ask these two Brits right now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Joel. Anybody else in there with you guys? Actually, statistically, statistically, there only needs to be a small group of people who are all doing this with true. each other. Well, that's yeah, true. That's true. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, to keep the rest of us out. It, whatever it's happening, I wasn't invited. Oh, was that a rave? <laughs> it all happened very, at one rave. Yeah, in, very British. In, in Manchester. <laughs> yeah, they, fl- they fly it. It all happened. Yeah, if, if they, Manchester one tent, one sweaty, yeah, sweaty they, tent. They yeah. One baggy uh, pair of brown yeah. pants. Massive attack was playing and they couldn't help sure. themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The smell of vapor rub in the air. Uh, the same survey, by the way, reveals that 14% of Brits have had sex on public transport. Of course, being British, they do obey the no-smoking sign afterwards. So good for y'all. All right, let's go back to the U.S. <laughs> Which is higher, the percentage of American men who have masturbated at work or the percentage of Britons who don't own a cell phone? Because, <laughs> oh, you know, masturbating. I've mm-hmm. masturbated at every job I've ever had. Well, sure. What well, the thought of no. it? <laughs> the actual activity. Oh, <laughs> It's got to be. Right? It has to be. It has to be. I mean, because I'm disgusting and I'm a man. Most sure, men are disgusting. Sure. Is that is that why Americans are so good at service to make up for the fact they've masturbated at you behind well, the counter? You know, we didn't say that anyone disgusting. was masturbating at anyone. Yeah. <laughs> we're just saying we're, they're masturbating. Oh, at no, sorry. 
I was What's the point if it's not at someone? I was honestly. imagining a big have a nice day afterwards. <laughs> I have. Listen, there's a lot of downtime when you work in a movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's your answer? <laughs> Um, masturbating, right, it's got to be masturbating. We're going to go with masturbating. The higher percentage is Britons who don't own a cell phone. It's oh 37% to the 31% oh. of American men who have lying. masturbated at work. They're lying. More to men porn have. on their cell phone. No, it's because Britons don't talk to each other. This is the really? most I've ever talked to someone. Mm. I feel sick with conversation. All right, UK, which is larger? The percentage of Americans who think they will be rich or the percentage of Britons who believe in the Loch Ness Monster? That's what makes America oh, America. Don't yeah. all Americans yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the point? Isn't that why you go over there? Yeah. As, it, as in some, someone hundreds of years <laughs> yeah. ago said, get in this small leaky boat, you'll be rich. And they went, yeah. yeah. So you're the descendants of people who, who, yeah. who said yes to that. So genetically you yeah. must in all. Your, in your, like thieving is <laughs> an ox. explains our health care. <laughs> That's yep. why you'd go. Um, it's a long way away in a small boat. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going with the Americans who think they'll be rich. Yeah, definitely. So that's a, that's the dream, isn't it? I think so because the Loch Ness monster. I don't think. Oh, we might be wrong. I, I think being rich is the American dream, and the Loch Ness monster is the Scottish dream, but not the True. British dream. Loch Ness monster is the thing that makes Americans come to Scotland. So yeah. if they were saying they believed in it, it might have been to an American. I've been to Loch Ness, and it's amazing. It's it's, it's really there. Are, there are two visitor centres. One of which believes in the Loch Ness monster, oh, wow. which is full of American tourists, and the one next door, which is run by a scientist, which doesn't, which is empty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love that. That is great. That's beautiful. I, lo- I love the empty one, being someone who, do- who likes small mm-hmm. tourist attractions. The empty one where a man a man who spent decades in a bathyscape goes, no, there's nothing down there, is ignored. Lonely scientist, Highland yeah. man. <laughs> I love him. That's his theme tune, if he gets one. I, I wrote it. Well, if, if we had if we had that kind of conflict anywhere in the United States, there would be nine reality shows about it. Absolutely, already. it would just be the entire Discovery. Exactly. I'm surprised they haven't made a reality show called Searching for Nessie or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure it'll have. It'll be the next Skywalk. Yeah, like somebody will go go diving for him. All right, the uh, the answer UK is of course Americans who think they will be rich. Thirty seven percent seems low. Versus the just four percent of Britons who believe in the Loch Ness monster. Wow, good call. Two points for you. That's amazing. That's an amazingly low number. If, I if agree. The, if the whole point of the American dream is that you should be rich, you should definitely get health care. Yeah. You would think. 60, 63 people think they're going to die in Poor. the street being <laughs> ignored. Yeah. And they're absolutely right. Correct. <laughs> I'm dead. Let's recap our scores, shall we? The UK has 13. The US has 10. All right. But it's still anybody's game. We're going to move on to our final round when we return to International Waters. Welcome back to International Waters. Let's move on to our final round. Jesse is away, so we're going to do something a little bit different. Be assured, this final round is still worth 1,000 points. It still renders the whole rest of the game a complete waste of time. That is a given. This round is called Dave Holmes, Dave's Home. Okay? Here's the premise. <laughs> Teams, I'm thinking about settling down somewhere for good. Maybe in the U.S., maybe in the U.K. Don't know where it's going to be. But for the 1,000 points, you're going to have to sell me Dave Holmes your country. I'm going to tell you my three favorite things. You tell me why your country has the best version of those things. For example, if I said I liked candy, you Brits would tell me about Cadbury's cream eggs, and then the U.S. would tell me how everything in the world is better when injected with liquid peanut butter. They would, of course, be correct. They would win 
a thousand points. <laughs> okay. So U.S. Unfortunately, you have got the least number of points. You will go first. You have one minute to tell me why the U.S. is the best, incorporating my three favorite things, which are salty treats, charming small towns, and rugged individualism. Starting <laughs> now. Go. Well, if you want all three in one shot, Dave, you can go to you can go to Hershey, Pennsylvania. Okay, it is a small town with a lot of charm. Mm-hmm. But it's, that's that's sweet treats. Hold it up. <laughs> hold it up. Let him finish. I'm not sure if you've ever had chocolate covered pretzels by Hershey. I haven't because I don't think it exists yet. I, I'm taking away from you a minute. You really are. Sorry, you really are. Can Whose we, side are you on? Can we get the time back? Yeah, Me? Just keep going. We'll go a minute and fifteen for you guys. Anyway, it's a small town. It's a little quaint. It's oh, really cute. It's got a lot of like pretzels. When there's chocolate, there's pretzels. You really mm-hmm. punched him in the balls, Dave. And, I just wanted you to know that. And like, it's it, an American it, should be able to handle it. You and, punched the wind out of his balls. And, and the rugged, you know, you know like, feel like it was just like you know, Hershey was a man that started his own town and business, and just it's, it's he stands for what America you, really did is. Did you see the Mad Men uh, finale? The Mad Men finale. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> I know I didn't see that. No. It's, it's the gay porn version of Mad Men that's on Saturday. <laughs> I'm so sorry Sunday about night. that. No, what happened on the Man Men finale? Yeah. Well, uh, Manolo makes a comeback. That Bob Benson man, I would oh, hit it. I would hit it. Hit it you know and he's quit six it. Four? He's oh. six four. He's my. He's my. How do you height. know that? Have you met him? Uh, no, like there was a whole uh, like my friend goes to like a lot of these like you know fashion blogs and mm-hmm. like yeah. there was like there was an interview with the girl from Mad Men who talks yeah. about like how yeah like how tall he is. he's like oh, the tallest one I, there I, yeah I, love, I love Taylor him so and stuff much. like that look I, I've got this place in Big Sur all right it's mm-hmm. a, a it's a gorgeous it's the Post Ranch Inn you sure. enter it and there's just just almonds and there's just salted just delicacies and on that bed is the guy who plays Bob Benson on the Mad Men <laughs> here's here's how we went. <laughs> Bob Benson is American. Okay, that's true. That's true. That really is my favorite thing. The guy who plays Bob Benson is my favorite thing. That's Not pretty solid. Bob. That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. We got Bob Benson. We got uh, we have chocolate covered pretzels in Hershey, Pennsylvania, which is a little bit of a drive, but I'll take it. We have the Post Ranch Inn, where apparently Big almonds sir. grow on trees. Sure, and within the rooms. Uh huh. All right. So that's that's pretty solid. UK. What do you got for me in one minute, starting and now? Let well, me tell you about a place called Stratford upon Avon. Okay, and let me tell it. you about one rugged individual. And mm-hmm. that man was Mr. W. Shakespeare. Uh, he pulled himself up by the bootstraps in a very privately educated way <laughs> and became one of the greatest playwrights known to man. He was su- he's such a rugged individual that, that often he's mistaken for two, three, yeah. or four men, or Queen Elizabeth I, yeah. or Francis Bacon. And what's saltier than bacon? If you licked Mr. Shakespeare, he would be pure... English salt and you wouldn't need any of your pretzels making your mouth dry because you'd have good English skin to feed on and also can I just point out as well that, that, that we both come from Essex and Essex if you go out to the coast in Essex in, in, in the UK they actually make nothing at, 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 the, at the, the mouth of the river in Malden yep. but salt 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 that's what they really? do this whole industry just basically so if you imagine William Shakespeare walking in with his with his with his uh, guns, at, uh, his holstered guns at his side, mm-hmm. striding in like like I'm oh, doing American stuff. I can't striding walk. in, forsooth me who, sees a, a mouth ahead, <laughs> and who's like a... this mouth I see, tis made of salt. 
What? Yay, salt. And this be the saltiest town of whatever did truthfully bear upon this earth. That's good. I'm, now, I'm trying to think of more rugged individuals. Ringo Starr. Yeah. Rugged individual. Rugged individual. Yeah, very rugged. Yeah. Well, Prince the rugged Charles. Ricky Gervais. Prince Charles. Yeah, Ricky Gervais. He's Ricky Gervais. very salty. Very salty. He's very sweaty. I mean, that, that will produce salt. We have it... the smallest, smallest towns. We yeah. laugh at your small towns. But, yeah. You know, we you can't hear us because our towns are so small. Mm-hmm. So, so if, if, if any British town wants to become anything bigger than a town like a city, it has to build a cathedral. Yeah. And that takes ages. And our small towns are known as Hamlets after Mr. W. Shakespeare. <laughs> the rugged individual. The ruggedest man at this side of the 17th century. You're not thinking of roughed. Oh, the roughest. Roughed. He's a rough man. Roughed individual. Yeah, sorry, we're wrong. Um, so we can promise you a beautiful thatched cottage with a lake and some nymphs, because we still have them. Yeah. Uh, which the nymphs are made of salt and will serenade you in sonnets. Okay. Um, All right, your, your minute, your minute is up. Your minute is up. Your minute is up. Your minute is up. The okay. madman. The you, madman. You have promised me an action hero, William Shakespeare. You yeah. have promised me. <laughs> You've promised me – you're from Essex, which I understand the only way is Essex. That's what I'm going <laughs> yeah, to that's, that's right. Right. It's really hard that's to get out. You, uh, you have skimped on the salty treats, and I don't know hey, if you listened earlier – salty skin of Mr. W. Shakespeare. That's a right. salty treat right there. Well, certainly, in a manner of speaking. But I, but I, 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 like, a, I, I like something I can hold in my hand. I like a Bob Benson <laughs> or a chocolate-covered pretzel. Bob Benson salty treats. Yeah, I don't know if you were listening, but nymphs are kind of not my thing. Six, four beautiful men on, in great-looking suits – are I'm going to have to give this one to the United oh. States. Oh. I'm going to stay where fix, I am. Fix. I'm going to stay where I am. America, yeah. America. Bob Benson's light on thee. And crowd Listen. Bob Benson with more. Bob, Bob Benson. Benson. And Dave Holmes. <laughs> and then we'll it just sort of, yeah. And then it just sort of peters out. They're singing uh, the you know Bob Spangled Banner. I might not get health care. I might not be able to marry in, in 80% of the states. But there is Bob Benson yeah. and chocolate covered pretzels. So. Yeah. And that's good enough for me. Yeah. Well, congratulations, U.S. Jonah and Kulop, you've done an excellent job representing our fine country. They're going to celebrate by getting all their hard news from the Huffington Post. (laughs) And by news, I mean pics of red carpet nip slips. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Carriette and Joel, thank you so much for joining us. You didn't quite add up. I told you we'd lose. Yeah. I told you we'd lose. We knew it. Well, all right. Well, then congratulations. You won because you're psychic. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, what a pleasure hosting International Waters. uh, I've had a really wonderful time. You're really Uh, good. uh, I, thank you very much. I thought you Thanks. were fine. Thanks. That's just the kind of buttering up that we give each other here in the United States <laughs> where I am destined to stay. Uh, Jesse Thorne will be back eventually. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time on International Waters. You've been listening to International Waters with me, your host, Dave Holmes, playing with Jonah Ray, Kulap Velisak, Carrie Lloyd, and Joel Morris. Our theme tune is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. Please buy their records. They are excellent. The show was engineered at a Maximum Fun HQ by Jennifer Marmer and at Guilt Free Post in London by Chris Morris. The script was written by Jordan Morris and Sarah Morgan, and our producer is Colin Anderson. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.